Okay, Stephen Key here, and today, today is an amazing day at InventRight TV because we have a great speaker that's going to talk about the dream for every entrepreneur, right? I know you're listening. Every entrepreneur out there that's got a product idea, you want to be in the one major retailer. Which one is that, Brian? Walmart. Okay. All right. And you're the guy that can help people get into Walmart, navigate Walmart, because it's not that easy, is it? Because no. they're, I mean, they're like, it's it's like being in the NFL, right? I mean, maybe you've got this little idea. Maybe you're selling some local retailers. But when you get to the big leagues, does everything change? Most of it changes. Not everything changes, but pretty much not let's say 92.4 percent of everything changes okay and, and and it's funny you say that like my job's not just to get people into walmart it's also to help people understand that walmart's might not be the right choice for oh. them at this moment okay so. um everybody I'll give you a little backup um, one of our students i'm not gonna say who it is but uh, he was doing fantastic online. I mean, selling millions of dollars of stuff. This guy was really doing well. QVC, killing it. But his dream was Walmart. And he got into Walmart, but it took him a while until he found you. Right? Because it's not easy to get into Walmart, is it? I mean, no. And, and once I heard the story of how it took him like a year until he found you, because you're not easy to find. But once he found no. you... You navigated. How easy was it for you once you saw his product to get into Walmart? Was it hard, easy? What were the issues? Um, well, I wanted to take a little step back of how we even evaluate who okay. we talk to. Because, I mean, that's, that's a really important part of this step is that, you know, his product is one thing, but we, we have what we call our three Ps. Um, it always starts with the product. You have to have an item. Is the item unique? Where does it fit in a category? How does it fit in space? Where is it at? How is it produced? What's the capability? There's a lot that goes into that. Um, the second is potential, right? If, if you're the same as something else that's out there, there's not a lot of potential. You have to take space from someone else. Okay. Um, that potential is very important. And the third biggest one, when I first started doing this, I would say that, oh, it's it's 33%, you know, it's equal. They're all the same, and it's not. The, the last P is people, and people by far are the most important part of this entire process because I've seen more, more of that get in the way of good potential and good product or accelerate it. And what okay. I mean by that is, is, you know, from a background perspective, a lot of people aren't. 20-year veterans like myself dealing with Walmart and, and being raised in a corporate world and understanding all these business models. And you don't have to be there, but you have to be really open and transparent and willing to roll up the sleeves and, and find new things. And so when we first started talking, um, it didn't take long from a product perspective because the product was great, right? I knew the product had potential um, we spent a lot of time, I bet we'd talked on the phone at least five or six times before we ever signed a contract. Okay. And the, the, the crazy thing is you could tell a lot about someone's perspectives about Walmart based off the conversation and the questions they ask. So 
people come with the two wrong questions. The two the two wrong questions are how fast can I get into Walmart and how many dollars am I going to make, right? Because I, I think that's what's so appealing about Walmart is the size, right? There's so much foot traffic. There's so many dollars involved. That's when you feel like you finally made it. You're on the Walmart shelf. Um, but that's that's not the questions that should be asked, right? Mm-hmm. And we spent months having really in-depth conversations. Who is your customer? Are they shopping at Walmart? If they're not shopping at Walmart, why are you so fascinated with Walmart? How do you communicate with them? How do you communicate if you get on shelf? There is all this back and forth dialogue that is about truly understanding sustainability. Okay. And then the other biggest conversation that we had leading up to this um, is something called channel strategy. And channel strategy is by far the most effective way to get into Walmart. And what I mean by that, by channel strategy is, if you own, if you are the guy that sells this pen, how are you gonna sell this pen in the club channel, in mass, at Target versus Walmart versus you know, a, a QVC or online retailers? If you can't, you have to be able to step back and really look at the category and the channels to understand when I take this pen and I stick it into Walmart, what's it going to do? Because it's going to do a lot. So there's, are you even ready to get into Walmart from a capacity, from a product, from a sustainability, from, you know, being able to produce the product capabilities to, okay, if I do go in there, there's a lot of ramifications that happen. And I, I have seen it where people have, have screwed their own business up because they have this great product. They launch it at Walmart. Now their Amazon business is screwed up and their business at QVC is screwed up and they don't want to talk to them anymore. Um, so that, that is the real, okay. the real conversations that are, they have to get pretty deep, pretty fast. Okay. Let's talk about what a perfect, if there is such a thing, I know there isn't, but let's take, let's talk about a perfect situation where you think someone is ready. Okay. Um, number one, you said scalability. Can they produce the product? Because if it does work, you got to be ready to produce a lot of product pretty fast, correct? Yep. Because when those Absolutely. orders come in, if I get an order from Walmart, how much time do I have to ship that to them? Because it's it's fairly short window, isn't it? It it depends on launching versus replenishment. And okay. so here, here's Walmart will typically set an individual. So if you walk in and go to their milk aisle. That milk aisle sets about once a year, okay. right? So, so everything leads up to this, this calendar, right? So if, if you go into automotive and you sell brakes, those brakes are going to get set once a year. So you back that up about five months to when they make their decision. And then before that, they have what's called line reviews. And so the goal for us is to get any entrepreneur, any, any company, any partner that we're working with, into that line review process. Okay. So while I'm speaking with one of your students for over two months, we still have another three months before the line review even happened. Got it. Right. Okay. So we we took three months to build out a perfect presentation. What's important? How do you talk? What are the different okay. levels? The different metrics. So then you go to this line review meeting. They meet with everybody and their brother to to put that set together. They spend about two to three months having that conversation, and then they hand this beautiful matrix out, which is everyone's dream that says, you have a spot on the shelf, and we're going to start shipping in three months. Good luck. Um, And so that's that's kind of backtracking up to that. Okay. Um, 
looking back, I was a Walmart vendor. Very, very exciting, by the way. Okay. All right. And uh, that first order came in. It was probably a little larger than we thought. They did a little test first. And then that first big order came in. Um, we had a certain limited time to supply it, you know, so yep. we were getting ready. But it, it really, um, it was kind of a short window to get that first product in the door. But I was worried about the reorders because it we could track it. I want to talk, maybe you could mention a little bit about that. But that second order came in fairly fast. Yep. That's what scared me because you have to have that inventory <laughs> because they want it certain time. And, and so talk a little bit about just being prepared for reorders. Yeah, it, and this really comes down to the expertise and the language, right? Okay. Where Where someone like myself can help a company is because you think to yourself, oh my gosh, how many are they going to sell a week? Yeah. How many are going to have to go on the shelf? How often are they? That's a lot of the questions. And I can tell you after living in Northwest Arkansas for 17 years and dealing with Walmart, the best thing they do is systems and logistics. Okay. They move product better than everyone else. And they actually have really good visibility to that product. They use a system called Retail Link. Yep. I can get on my computer today, tell you how many individual items sold yesterday mm-hmm. at a store down the street of one product. Okay. Right. So the the you know the your student that we're talking about, I could tell him every day how many he sold, where they sold them at, what's right. on, what's coming down the pipe. It's crazy. But that's a lot of data. If you think about every item, every skew, like. Okay manhandling that data is a right. job in itself. Got it. I take it for granted because I've been doing it for 17 years. Um, when someone's brand new to it, it's just, it's like drinking from a fire hose, right? It's like, what, what do I even do with this? Um, going back to your original question, inventory at Walmart looks like this. And it, it's, I'm going to oversimplify it because it's going to sound simple, but it's not. You have what's called the pipeline fill. That means we're just going to fill the shelf. Okay. So if you have a thousand stores, and you've got a case that has five items in it, they're probably gonna ship two cases to every store. It's the easiest one to calculate. Okay. The one that you're talking about is the one that really screws everyone up and it's that secondary follow. So that first big, you know, you got a, a PO for a half a million dollars. I'm like, back the trucks up, <laughs> run over the bushes, let's go. Right, that is, that is that's literally what happens. And they send it out, and there's this this moment in time where you're like, we did it. And then all of a sudden, bing, 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 all these orders keep coming in. Well, now the system is trying to look out ahead. The okay. first one is just filling the, yeah. the shelf. That next one is looking eight weeks, ten weeks, okay. and the system is really good. So what it's doing is it's saying, okay, if I sell two units a store per week, then I need, you know, 10 to get me through five weeks. Got it. Well, it's like, okay, you filled that. So it's seeing that, but now it's thinking, okay, well now I need to order two more cases because now I have to have enough inventory behind it to make it 10 weeks. Got it. And then all of a sudden you have another, another order for $500,000. You're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Like that, that's that's the crazy part. And so that, that first initial shipments in the Walmart is a dance. Yeah. After that, then it really is flowing in and out. Okay. And an, another thing that people don't realize, and it really depends on the product, right? Food just moves constantly. 
Um, not everything does, right? Okay. The item that we're, we've been talking about doesn't move as rapidly, but there's also seasonality. So the system itself will actually say, hey, it's December, this item's gonna go up. So even if you've been selling two a week, two a week, two a week, it's like, uh-oh, here's coming Christmas, we're hitting Thanksgiving, okay. and the system's gonna say, well, it's three, week, three a week, then four a week, then five a week. And so you will see the actual orders ramp up before your sales and then ramp down okay. afterwards. You, you know, so, I think looking back when um, we were selling at Walmart, we didn't have someone like you to help us. <laughs> I didn't know you existed. We were just ex excited to be in Walmart. We were ready. We were selling at all these stores around the world. We really knew our product. We knew the customers wanted it. But when that first order came in, it was pretty exciting. We rushed. And then those orders started to come in. And I think it panicked us because we, we didn't understand looking further out. Um, but we had to hold so much inventory because we knew if we didn't and we couldn't fulfill that order, what would happen to us? Oh, you would get crushed. I mean, that's that's where Walmart is the pain in the butt to deal with because if out-of-stock situations is, is a big no-no inside of Walmart's world. Now, I say that. During Corona, there were plenty of out of stock situations, and they actually, you would be surprised how well they worked through some of that. Okay. But they, the, the hard thing is when you play with Walmart on that level, they expect you to be able to perform at a high level. I know. Right. And, and that is, that's where the burden and the stress and the pain comes. Okay. It's not, it's not insurmountable. But that is that pain of how much, to, and, and trust me, I talk to your student all the time about this every day, the worries, are there going to be markdowns? What am I accountable for? When does that happen? Um, when do I know I failed? Like that looms over you constantly. Um, so that's that's a real yeah. feeling. Yeah, no, the inventory, we started looking at how much we had to hold because of it. we knew how long it took to, to get our product into my warehouse to get it to them. So we, we knew that. So we knew we had to to hold a lot of inventory, which got a little scary because you're, you're purchasing from your supplier. Now you're holding it and you're waiting for those orders to come in. It's really a float game a little bit too. That I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, the, the, the gap between when I've got to pay my supplier of the product to when I get paid at Walmart. Um, right. Walmart was, they paid, they, they were right on it, which was great, but it never matched up. So there's a gap that I had the, we had the float in there. And sometimes if you have your own finances, great, maybe you could factor. I mean, there's all these things you could do, but at the end of the day, you're, you're really managing inventory and money. And I don't know if a yeah. lot of people really realize that's what you're doing. Um, and that's stressful. How stressful is that? Well, I used to weigh a lot less and not have gray hair. So <laughs> it's, it's a pretty stressful situation. But I, I will say okay. this. The really nice thing about Walmart is they give you the tools to succeed. Right. I remember when I first came down here 17 years ago, I read this article. And I wish I could quote the guy because I don't know who said it. But he said, you know, the nice thing about Walmart is they give you the bat, they give you the ball, they give you a playing field, they give you a uniform, they give you a hat, they give all this stuff. But you have to show up and perform. Yeah. Right? And 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 that's where there's 
you know, someone like me can be very helpful is that Retail Link is the second largest database in the world, right? Next to the Library of Congress, it is ginormous. Like you can use it to do so many amazing, wonderful, cool things. If you don't know how to use it though, it's a massive, it's an app <laughs> on your phone. It's a paperweight, it's, a, it's I, candy pressure, whatever it is. You I don't know, think I we spent... I don't think we knew how to use it very very well. Um, I mean, looking back now that I think about it, God, we could have used someone, right? Yeah. That really knew it. We were just, I think we did okay. You know, we 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 hit the orders, uh, we shipped it correctly, we, so everything was done. I mean, we were pretty good at it. it took a little bit of time, but boy, the stress of not having someone that knew looking ahead to prepare you. So let's do this. I want to talk about five things someone should consider that should be ready if they even think they're ready for Walmart. What would those five things be? Um, you said scalability. I, you have to have yeah, product. I, I think by far, by far number one is, is can you actually supply? And, it, and it's not even that first order. Um, the, the nice thing is, sitting down with myself or any professional that's worked with Walmart, you have to be able, and these are the five things that even, even if everyone that you know calls me and we have great deals, that's fine. But even if people are looking at hiring someone to do this, these are the questions you should be asking a sales rep inside of Northwest Arkansas. It's not just scaling up for that first order. It's what, what does it look like as it moves forward? Because yeah, you might ship a half a million dollars on that first order, but if it takes you six months to build that inventory, right? And then you can make that one order, but now you need a hundred thousand every single month and you can't keep up with it. You, that you talk about stress, that will be, that okay. will be the one that ends you because now you're in out of stock situations. The product's underperforming, you know, you've got all this inventory out there that, I mean, that's, that's by far the one thing that you have to have a really good grasp okay. of. So number one, scalability. What's number two, Brian? Number two is what do you have to offer Walmart? I don't think people really, really think about this, but Walmart's got a lot of shoppers. They've got a lot of products. What makes you different? And and that conversation has actually changed a lot. It used to be, I've got a patent. I've got a product that you don't have. I've got something unique. And those are all great. Those are all wonderful, wonderful things. But there are other things that people have. Do you have a following, oh. people that you're going to bring to the shelf, a social media presence that is driving? Like that has gone a long way. Um, we've gotten more than one item into Walmart really based off of a community, oh. right? If you've got a massive following that, you know, here, everyone loves my blue pen. Here's why they love the blue pen. Right. And I'm going to take my time to drive them to Walmart shelf. Okay. Buyers get buyers get excited about that. They okay. really, really, really do. Okay. Well, that's really interesting because that's fairly new. If you have an audience, you built it, leverage social media, drive your customers to Walmart. Fantastic. What's number three? All right. Number three, I would say um, channel strategy. And, and here's why. Ooh. You have to be able to understand how your items need to differ and interact with each other. Okay. And, and I'll give you a really good example. Um, if I have this one pen and it's 99 cents and I sell it at Amazon and online and I've built this great business, well, 
if I take this pen, I stick it in Walmart, they're going to sell it for 79 cents and your Amazon business is going to, going to suffer from it. Now, before I even approach Walmart, I should understand how I'm going to talk to them because that's going to drive the conversation, right? I've got this blue pen that everybody loves. I've been selling it on Amazon forever. But now I've got this blue pen, which is completely different, different UPC, same social media following, but you can sell this one for 79 cents and it's not going to hurt this one. Okay. Right? And then, then for Sam's Club, I've got this marker and it's a blue marker. It sounds, it sounds strange, but so many people um, that I talk to, especially inventors, they have these great ideas and these great products and they're like, this is perfect just the way it is. Mm. You have to be able to step back and be like, are there subtle differences, subtle changes so that what I'm actually taking to Walmart doesn't mess up the rest of my business? And, and you can do it, right? I, your student is a prime example of this. Okay. He built a product that went out and is being sold on his website and doing millions of dollars. What you will see in Walmart that's on the shelf is not the same product, same company, same people, same social media, same concept, same everything, different product, okay. lower retail because we've changed the size down. We're already talking to Club and Sam's Club about putting multiple products and Sam's Club is excited because it's not the same. Three totally different channels, three totally different strategies and neither one's going to suppress the other to make your Very overall brand fall I, apart. I'm really glad you mentioned that because it's so important. You really don't want to hurt some of the other relationships, other sales funnels that you have because we we were concerned because we were selling back in the day to all these independent uh, musical stores. And how was that going to impact because the price would come down to go to Walmart. Everybody was concerned, but you're right. We changed the price point. We changed the package. We Same product, but it was delivered differently to, yeah. to keep everybody kind of happy. If not, you could lose some business. Yeah, and it, it, it's so simple as this one's Brian's blue pen, pen. This is the brand. Well, this is the blue pen powered by Brian. Okay. It's Sometimes right. you can come up with sub-brands Okay. Sometimes you can come up even private label. There, there are different ways okay. to have conversations around it. Um, and, and being transparent with Walmart, they don't mind having those conversations. Okay, good. And you help with that too? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right, number four. Number four, um, have a good way to relieve stress in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this sounds, this sounds really kind of strange because – I watch with your student every single time I have a phone call, there's one moment of just like, oh man, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, that's probably what I spend a lot of time doing is saying this is okay and here's why. Okay. Right? Like you, you have to, I think a lot of times inventors, um, entrepreneurs, they get so focused. So just on the little tiny things that having either a team around you, a mentor like yourself, and you know someone like that, they can say, okay, let's open up the vision a little bit. Let's right. understand why this isn't the end of the world, okay. and let's let's talk through it. Because to your point, the roller coasters of ups and downs, you get a half million dollar order, you're like, we got another one. Oh my gosh, like this constant back and forth. Okay. The actual business isn't doing that. The actual business is just getting on the shelf. It's flowing. Okay. You're being able to read it and understand it. Okay. Um, 
So really, it'll be all right. Having good education, having someone that can help you, and well-being, right? Make sure you're yeah. you're getting good exercise, good sleep, because it's going to be a little crazy. Okay, number five. What do we got for number five? Number five. If you're going to deal with Walmart, you better know retailing or find someone who knows retailing. Okay. Because that is their system. If you don't understand their system. You're not going to be able to put POs into the system. You're not going to be able to accept POs. You're not going to be able to see store count. You're not going to be able to see zero sales reports. The The system is truly amazing. Um, there are things in there that Fortune 500 companies don't use on a day-to-day basis. Wow. Um, I know because I've worked for them. Okay. You can go pull an item. Um, so say Brian's got his pen out there. I could pull the top 10 items inside of Walmart that sell with my item. Right. There's what's called, it's called what sells with my item. It's a okay. report. You pull it and it'll say milk, chicken, whatever other things people buy. It'll show you your market basket size. Okay. So if you know that the average market basket at Walmart is $70, yet when your product is in their basket, it's $90. You can sell against that. Like there's okay. just so much really good information. And by far, right. it's the information that you're talking about is is how do I control inventory? How do I look out ahead? There's ladder plans. There's all this these things. It, it's okay. taken years to learn. Um, either learn it. There are actually courses and classes you can go out and take on Retail Inc. Or find people, you know, put yourself around someone or someone who's done it. Um, I would say out of everything that we talked about, the the capability to provide product is probably number one. But the knowledge and understanding of the systems and how it operates is honestly probably number two in that order. Brian, you talked about, you hear these horror stories about Walmart puts you out of business. I don't believe that. I mean, they they want you to succeed because they're going to succeed too. So big picture, Walmart wants you to be helpful. They're giving you all the tools. Is that correct? It's usually if something goes wrong, it's usually the the entrepreneur or the other business. It's not Walmart, is it? Absolutely. Walmart, Walmart wants you to succeed. No one's going to put something on their shelves okay. and hope that it fails. Okay. Right. And it, most of the time it's a communication error, right? It's, it's it. not understanding the system. It's not understanding how inventory flows and all that okay. stuff. Um, it's honestly, it's like walking into a foreign country. You would think it's just a retail store. It's not a big deal, yeah. but you're walking into a completely different world. And okay. if you don't speak the language, if you don't understand the systems, okay. that's where you can get tripped up pretty quickly. Got it. Hey, Brian, thank you very much for coming on. Um, Absolutely. We're going to put this out there. I want to tell everybody, if you're, if you've got a product, you think it's ready for Walmart, you think you're ready, you've listened to this we're going to put Brian's contact information down below. Give him a call. Reach out to him. And maybe you are ready. And if you are maybe. ready, hey, you're going to need some help. I understand it. I've been there. I drowned I thought I lost weight. <laughs> I thought I was going to jump off a cliff because it's, it's, it's exciting. It's all those things. But you need some help. And you really need a pro. So, Brian, thank you very much for this information. We'll have you back on because I want to continue this conversation. It's just too good because it is the American dream. So thank you, Brian. Thank you. I appreciate it. 